everybody. It's Bevan. Welcome to Bevan, a femme over 40 and her friends podcast. I'm your host, Bevan. I've said my name three times. It's time to start the show today. I'm very excited to introduce you to my friend, Yvonne. She is someone I know from the Glowing Goddess Getaway. She's the travel and event producer for the GGG. Um, and I don't know. It's like I've never, I don't remember the GGG without her uh, and her smiling face and her welcoming spirit. She is such as someone who works both front of house and back of house at the GGG, um, she just is a boss, babe, and just handles things. And I'm excited to introduce you to her, um, get her backstory, and hear her travel tips, which I actually found to be super important as someone who used to be a big traveler and hasn't hit the road in like 18 months. <laughs> There's a lot I'm, I'm like not even conscious of that I need to get sorted before I even try to hit the road. Um, so... Before we dive in with Yvonne, I just want to remind you that the best way to support this podcast is through my Patreon page. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, is a membership support site where folks like you can support creators like me that create work that you value. Um, both in the world, this podcast is supported by Patreon. So is my Instagram presence, my YouTube videos, all the things. And you can also watch this episode, by the way, on YouTube and see me and Yvonne's smiling faces. But also, what's fun in my Patreon page is it's really... Uh, for uh, a vehicle to provide my aerobics class, Fat Kid Dance Party Aerobics, uh, to everyone. Um, I hope you understand any background noises. My cat, uh, it's not Pride Month anymore, but I celebrate Pride every day. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, the Patreon page has my workout videos. So you can join at any level starting at two bucks a month and get access to all of my Zoom aerobics class. Now, Fatcat Dance Party Aerobics is for anyone who feels left behind by mainstream fitness. So if you've ever been called too much, too fat, or felt too awkward to dance, mine is the supportive class for you. Um, the Zoom classes are super special and fun. I do them on Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific and also fourth Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, it's 10 a.m. in Australia right now, so it's a way of connecting across the globe. It's a super fun group. It's really fun to teach on Zoom. I, if you listen to my podcast from a year ago, I bet I was talking about, uh, I don't know about Zoom for teaching aerobics, but I love it. I've really taken to it. It's really fun, and I love the connection I'm able to make I'm sad to not be able to teach in person right now, but I'm really thrilled with the ability to connect with folks all over the world. So the Patreon's a great bargain if you value um, movement classes. And for the $25 a month level, you get pre-recorded classes. So including all those Zoom classes, you also get pre-recorded classes. There's a 10 minute, a 20 minute, two 55 minute classes, a chair modeled class, and a 45 minute canna size class that is slower, more repetitive choreography for uh, to accompany an optional cannabis experience. Um, it's what I teach at the Glowing Goddess Getaways because it's for cannabis experience. Um, and all of that plus bonus content from other instructors I love. Um, at any level of support, you get access to my spiritual self-care teachings. I'm teaching uh, once a month. I'm doing, you know, kind of an element or a ritual that I use in my own personal spiritual self-care practice, which I've kind of just developed over time. And I figured out how to do the things I do by learning from other folks. So I'm passing it on. Um, it's all patreon.com slash FKDP. Thank you to everyone who supports this work. Uh, it makes it possible for me to be in the world. I am so grateful to you for co-creating with me. I love getting to do this work. I love helping leaders get free in their minds and their bodies. You definitely get free in your mind first. And I hope that you will gather up your favorite childhood blanket around you on our metaphysical porch and join me and Yvonne have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. 
Yvonne, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. So grateful to know you. Oh, I'm so glad you're here, Yvonne. I am thrilled to share uh, you with everyone. And I would love for you, I'd love to start business in the front. So tell us about you and LCA Travel and what you offer. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I am a travel and event production um, consultant. And so LCA is my, my passion, my, my passion, my hobby, my life's work of um, creating magical experiences for both individuals and groups, um, primarily groups, you know, because I think it's better together, a little bit more fun. And, you know, really serving um, very specifically women families, solo travelers, and those who are interested in infusing their experiences with cannabis. Um, you know, whether they are interested in inhalation, uh, drinkables, topicals, there's so many cool ways that you can enhance experience and travel um, and have a really deep, meaningful, intentional experience in your travels um, through the use of cannabis. So that is, that's my passion in life. Oh, I love that so much. Um, and you also work for the Cannabis Tourism Association? Yes, thank you. I am the executive director of a nonprofit organization called the Cannabis Travel Association International. Uh, we started out California-based, and earlier this year, we actually transitioned to an international organization, uh, which has been super fun. You know, we learned through COVID and, you know, having to, you know, uh, pivot to virtual events. There's this entire worldwide community of both travel and hospitality professionals, as well as cannabis professionals that are wanting to connect and do some really cool things in the space. And uh, it's really such a unique and interesting way to kind of move the envelope forward towards um, destigmatization or normalization is, you know, in intertwining it with mainstream travel. So that's really what the association does through education, advocacy and networking. Uh, I love that. And I love that you are also like a person who can just roll up and create concierge travel experiences for people who also is connected to this incredible network. So someone could potentially just come to you with like my dreams of travel are maybe this type of weather, this type of amenities and this type of cannabis use. And you can be like, maybe Jamaica, maybe, you know, Exactly. I don't know if Iceland is legal yet, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just so cool that you're like there in the cutting edge, like ready to understand all the experiences that are possible. Because the point of hiring a professional is to create more possibilities. There's a limit to how much a regular person's going to know. And the laws are changing literally every day. Today, 7 1, like a bunch of new states are now like implementing new things. So it's like, it's wild. Um, exactly. Exactly. And consumption is such a huge, you know, concern for people, you know, where can I consume legally in this state? Um, and so having safe consumption spaces is a huge part of what we're advocating for, uh, you know, for 2021 and 2022 through the association. 
But no, I, I love to, you know, create those experiences for people. And I, and I live on myself. I road test everything. That's, that's where my tips and my tricks come from um, is because I put myself out there um, and I share my adventures on Instagram so that hopefully I can empower um, other people to, you know, take that leap and do something that they've always wanted to do and maybe never had a buddy to do it with. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so how do people best get in touch with you? Um, they can find me um, on Instagram. I'm at Yvonne, Y-V-O-N-N-E underscore L-C-A travel. And cute little story, L-C-A um, actually stands for my daughter's names. Um, Lily, Charlotte, and Annika. So that's, that's where that came from is because I want to build this, this business, um, you know, as a vehicle for their dream fulfillment. Oh, I love that. Uh, it all starts with the dream. Uh, it really does. Um, oh, I love you so much. I'm so excited to keep talking to you. Okay. So we've got business in the front and now we're just going to really dig in and get to know Yvonne. Yvonne, tell me about um, how you got into travel and like a little bit about like your growing up experience and how you ended up, you're in San Diego now, right, San Diego? I am. Yeah. Yes. And uh, sometimes the Southern California is like mixed up for me and I'm like, oh, maybe it's Orange County, but I'm pretty sure it's San Diego. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell me like a little bit about the arc of your life leading up to how much, like how you got into travel and how you love it. Well, I never really connected the dots until you just asked me that question. Um, but I actually grew up an Iggy brat. And so now I'm like having this wild epiphany, like live with you. I'm like, oh, so maybe that's where I get it from. Um, but I, I grew up um, moving a lot as a kid. And uh, we had the opportunity to live in some of the most beautiful picturesque places. I lived in Rhode Island. I lived in Monterey. I lived in the San Francisco Bay Area, San Antonio. Um, and in high school, um, we I went to three different high schools. So I went to a different high school for freshman year, um, moved the middle of my freshman year um, to a different school where I finished my, sophomore, my freshman year, did sophomore year. And then by the time I got to my third school for my junior year, I said, you know what, this just this doesn't work for me anymore. Um, and so because I had always gone to summer school, um, I had all these extra credits. And so I graduated from high school a year early. I got into the University of Southern California um, and I went there and I totally, I just tapped out. Like I just, you know, it, it, I felt like maybe I'd gone too young. Um, so I went, I was very fortunate in that my family, um, were the founders of the, and still are the founders of the National Black Chamber of Commerce in Washington, DC. Wow. Yeah. I was very, very fortunate. And so in my, um, sabbatical from college, I actually moved to Washington, DC as a young lady all by myself. And I worked for my aunt and uncle, um, putting on their annual convention. And so through working with them, I got to travel. And that was when I really started um, working um, large scale events and you know, booking business travel. And I just, I loved it. I loved the stress of the moment. I loved um, you know, orchestrating behind the scenes. I just, it felt right. And so um, from there, I just, I, I 
knew that that was what I wanted to do. And I um, went from there into the beauty industry. Um, I attempted a couple of times, you know, full disclosure, I did go back to USC eventually. Again, you know, it just was never the right fit. You know, if there's one thing that um, I would want to share is that just because something looks great doesn't mean it's the right rate for you. So, you know, just because you, I got into USC and I had a scholarship to USC, mm-hmm. it was, ne- I never felt at home there. It was not the right college for me. And I think that had I, you know, really followed my heart and, you know, went to a place that felt more like me, I would have, you know, potentially fulfilled, you know, that dream of graduating college. Um, but instead I kept trying to force myself to be something in a place where I never felt good. So that didn't work, but I, I found myself in the beauty industry where I spent 20 amazing years um, with a great boutique brand called Euphoria International. And um, my mentor there, Beth Buley, she brought me in under her wing and she said, and she saw all this amazing experience that I brought to the table at the age of 21, you know, having, you know, done all of these things already in my professional career. And she said, hey, you know, if you, you know, come start here with me, help me, you know, take this role, which was a very entry-level role, you know, I'll, I'll grow you. I promise to grow you. And she honored that promise for 20 years. And so through, you know, my journey with that company, I worked in product development, marketing, customer service, um, but again, found myself back to events and travel. And so, um, which brings me to where we are today. I was um, booking a ton of corporate travel And um, I was at a point in my life where, you know, that was a lot of fun. I loved what I was doing. I still love the brand and the company, but I felt like I needed something for me. I just felt like I was lost. And so I did a Google search for women's retreats in Joshua Tree. I just felt called Joshua Tree. I wanted to find like-minded women. And I never in imagined years that I would come across a group of women who were using cannabis to glow up, to, to be their best selves intentionally, you know, to, um, and they were doing it, you know, while doing yoga and while um, eating great food and movement classes. And I just, I couldn't believe that something like this existed. Like it blew my mind. And I felt like these were my people and I needed to go. Um, and so my first glowing goddess getaway at the time, you know, it was the um, uh, Gone to Goddess getaway. Um, it was in the middle of nowhere. And you had to leave your car parked at this liquor store. And then they would shuttle you to the property that was at an unknown address. <laughs> and I didn't know if I was going to have cell phone reception. But I went um, as a volunteer. And it was amazing. And I, you know, didn't talk a whole lot that weekend. But I connected with some amazing women. And I felt inspired in a way that I hadn't felt in a very long time. And so I kept going back. I went back again and again and again. And I met the instructors, the goddess guide, such as yourself. Um, I listened to the women in cannabis um, panels. And every time I went home, I challenged myself to, to take a closer look at my life and to make a change. 
And so slowly I started eliminating the things that were no longer serving me, um, which is how I came to, you know, just throw myself into building my own company, um, transitioning into fully um, doing everything cannabis tourism. Um, and personally, you know, I feel like I'm a better mom and, um, you know, I became a single mom during that time frame. you know, um, not good, not bad, just what it was, you know, and I think that the clarity and um, the beauty of the journey with the glowing goddess getaway is what brought me to where I'm at today, where um, I feel like I'm finally living in authentic Oh, finally living an authentic life. I think that's almost, that's the best way I've heard people or anyone, any goddess describe like the results of the glowing goddess getaway. I really do think it like introduces you to your highest form of self because you're around a lot of other women who are like also glowing up to their highest form of self. And it's a pretty incredible experience to just say, I mean, sometimes your life has to fall apart to fall together and it, it is what it is and that's what happens but oh my gosh I'm so glad to hear that like that was your journey to finding that authentic self and what a portentous google search um to just like come to mind and look for it and Joshua Tree is an energy vortex do you know yeah. that mm -hmm. exactly that's why I felt called yeah you know um I actually did too during that time I was just I was soul searching soul searching and so I actually did two trips to Joshua Tree, one with a couple of girlfriends and then the solo trip um, where I, you know, went to the getaway. And that's how I started. I think that that's how I really started focusing on, you know, the solo travel is because I, just because I didn't have someone who was available or interested in doing the same things I wanted to do should not keep me from doing them. Exactly. Exactly. You got to find, sometimes you got to show up alone to find your friends who are going to go do that thing with you because they're already there. They're already going. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, and, that, and I did, I found my sister, my, I can't a sister. Yeah. I found my like-minded, amazing, inspiring, authentic, willing to grow and help me shape and change. You know, I, I found those people. Yes. Uh, and I want to just say full same. My first experience with the Glowing Goddess Getaway was at uh, after yours. I was in Coachella. Um, and it, there was like a parking lot you parked at, a random shuttle with someone I didn't know picking me up. I was sight unseen. I was like, I do not, like, I was true faith to leap into it. And honestly, like, that was really uncomfortable. But I'm yes. glad I felt the discomfort and kept going so that I could then be welcomed into the multi-generational sisterhood I had truly been craving and did not know where I was going to find it, was very surprised to find it um, surrounded in a cloud of uh, cannabis smoke, grateful and glad. <laughs> but I did find it that way. Like, I just never thought cannabis would be part of the, um, the whole package for me. And it truly is just such an incredible spiritual uh, and um, medicinal tool that I use to truly bring my best self to the world. And were you a, an active cannabis user before you found um, what is now the Glowing Goddess Getaway? You know, I actually, um, I um, consumed, you know, recreationally, you know, when I was younger. Um, and when I got to about my mid twenties, I got weird and paranoid. And so I stopped and I discovered it as a patient. I came back in my mid thirties as a patient. Mm. And so I felt um, very in the closet, 
because I did not feel like my community would um, accept, you know, my my cannabis use, despite the fact that it helped me replace five different pharmaceuticals and it was helping me live a better life. I, I you know, was the booster dance mom and I participated in the PTA at school and I had this corporate career and um, I felt a, a shame, a shame. You know, I hid in my garage, um, you know, it was not something that I talked about. I kept it very hush-hush. Um, and it was, again, you know, I just saw so many wonderful, courageous, you know, cannabis moms who were sharing their own experiences and showing me a different side of it. And I could see the difference it made in their relationships with their children when they were honest. Because I felt like I was being so inauthentic, and I hated lying to my kids. Yeah. Um, and so it was after my very first glowing goddess get away, I came home and I actually came out of the closet to my children. And then very slowly, it took me a couple of years um, to fully come out of the cannabis closet. Um, but I'm, I feel very um, solid and proud of who I am and the effect that cannabis has in my life. And I'm, um, I'm proud to be a mother who discusses, you know, why she chooses to use cannabis intentionally with her children. How did you come out to them and how old were they at that time? Oh, that's a great question. Um, my children were 12, 10, and 5, I think, when I came out to them. And I don't know why I call it coming out because it was more of a don't ask, don't tell situation because I would spend a lot of time in my garage doing laundry. You know, and there was always a funny smell and it always smelled like air freshener. And I spent way too much time out there for them to really like, I mean, at some point they, they kind of clued in and they knew not to go in the garage when mom was doing laundry. But to remove that um, unspoken thing that was lingering in our, in our home and our relationship mm-hmm. felt amazing. It felt really amazing. And especially when I explained to them you know, how much of a difference it made from my physical health, let alone my mental health, um, they got it. And it was a no-brainer. And it, it's, and now to this day, you know, um, it's almost a, it's sometimes they kid me about it. You know, there's always the jokes, um, you know, like when I wear my cannabis socks to the amusement park, you know, they think it's hilarious. <laughs> but um, to this day, I just, I feel like, you know, I appreciate being authentic in front of my children. I think it empowers them to be who they truly are if they see me living my life in the light. Yeah, absolutely. And shame creates barriers. Um, It interrupts vulnerability and connection. And so when you're able to just kind of stand in your truth, like it's, I mean, my favorite metaphor uh, for like cannabis use as an adult is like kids know that beer is not soda. And they're not allowed to drink the beer. Beer is for grownups, right? And it's just something that's super, like, destigmatized, I guess, in the fridge. I, I want to say normalized for this because they do make it normal. But I think normal is a super toxic way to think about the world because diversity yeah. is a human mandate. And there is so much diversity that there is no normal. Um, but, like, in American culture, it's very normalized to have beer in the fridge and soda. And kids understand the difference. But then, like, you, cannabis it can't. cannabis is just also an adult thing that's medicinal that like, you know, 
the kids don't need the kids don't need to be that confused about it and people i think make it a big deal because they grew up with stigma and shame around cannabis use uh which was all i think you know we can all we can trace that all back to like the 30s and prohibition and like tamping down the hemp industry so that paper could still be a thing and like follow the money really um so anyway i just think it's awesome thank you for sharing about that and sharing about how it's connected you with your daughters more oh uh, thank you it's rad i also love that for the glowing goddess getaway virtual retreat you had said that you were gonna go be in in the garage so that you weren't smoking up the whole house that <laughs> 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 remains your favorite little place to go uh be in a cloud of smoke yes yes oh my gosh it's so funny because uh especially like when we're you know when we're all together if i get cranky mom do you need an edible mom, do you need to go to the garage? Like they'll call me out, you know, because if I'm getting a little bit irritable, you know, and then it, you know, it, you know, eases the tension. Everybody has a little giggle. Mm -hmm. Mom takes the advice mm -hmm. and everything's a little lighter and more fun. Oh my God. Yes. I feel like cannabis sometimes makes our family easier to be around. Um, because it, it like smooths the edges like there are so many people I mean we are attracted to our opposites and frequently our opposites show up in our lives as the people that we're around and we don't get choices right our kids we want to love them unconditionally but frequently there are opposites and they challenge us and like cannabis is one of those things that just kind of smooths it out you can take the ruffled feathers and just kind of distill the like what's most important and focus on connection and harmony um rather than <laughs> whenever I get annoyed, I'm like, I think it's time to like chill out and figure out how to take it down a notch. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. I like what you said about, you know, focusing on the connection and harmony, because that's exactly um, what, you know, going, you know, medicating before, you know, a potentially um, negative experience, you know, it allows me to go into my heart space and focus on connection and harmony. So I love the way you put that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of connection and harmony and glowing up, uh, you are now, uh, I don't even remember what your title is, but you're kind of the runner of show at the getaways now. Uh, what do you do at the getaways? And tell us more about if there are goddesses out there who are like curious or want to come to a getaway, what can they expect? And, and uh, give us uh, a little Yvonne take on the getaways. Ooh, it's one of my favorite things to talk about. Thank you, Bevan. <laughs> But the, um, I am so fortunate. I'm the travel and event director for the getaway. So Deidre and Celine, Miss Bliss, um, and Mama Celine, they take and they take their fairy dust and all their magic and all their love, and they create this magical event. But then they found that when they got there, they couldn't necessarily connect with the goddesses or enjoy the the event themselves because they were you know, running front of house, running back of house. And it um, it changes the vibe because they are the vibe setters. You know, they are kind of leading us, you know, into, you know, this amazing space and setting the intentions for the entire weekend. So for them to be free to just connect so deeply and to so truly be in the moment all weekend long um, is very, very cool. And it changes the, completely the vibe of the Glowing Goddess Getaway. So I think it's like, you know, their special sauce. There's the passing of the clipboard. And then once we get on site, you know, I kind of help run things in the background. And it's such a joy 
this, it brings me pure joy. You know, working behind the scenes at the getaway is not work to me. Like that is service. It's service and it's love and it's joy because at any given time I can go over to the dab bar. I can sm stop and smoke a joint. I can, it's just, it's not even work. It's just because you're so in the vibe, but let me take a step back. So the glowing goddess getaway is a um, three day, two night, all inclusive women's wellness retreat. Um, and what that means is that we provide your um, camping space. It's a glamping retreat. Um, so depending on the facility, sometimes there's um, space for actual RVs. Um, sometimes we're more tent oriented, but we'll provide all that information. Um, but we provide your um, food and we accommodate um, a number of different diets, which is what I love. Um, and we provide all of your entertainment, which is fully optional. And that's my favorite part, is that there is a full schedule of amazing goddess guides like Bevan, who provide um, amazing intentional workshops. And so each workshop, it's not just about a, um, a dance aerobics class. Like there's so much more to Bevan that like, you can't even begin to dream about, or it's not just your typical yoga class. It's not just um, a painting class. You know, there's so much intention and um, self-love that goes into, you know, this content and these goddess guides, you know, were truly chosen because they are there in service as well. Um, so it provides a very safe container for women to, for once, just sit back and relax and enjoy. And when you can just play and relax and do your thing, all of a sudden, you're in a, in a space where you're, you're able to really take a look at yourself, at your life, and you can begin to deconstruct what might be bringing you down or take a look at what, what brings you up, you know? And it's just the time and space for you to have these conversations with yourself. And then I take that home I take home all that inspiration, then I come back and I and I'm a better person when I get home. But so anyway, the glowing goddess getaway, I could just go on and on. It's just, it's such a beautiful thing. And um, I truly believe that one of most fun experiences is getting to the getaway. And so that's where I love to come in is with organizing carpools, um, giving some recommendations for different ways that you can um, travel to the getaway. We've had ladies take trains. We've had ladies carpool or um, if you don't necessarily want to dump in the car with another um, person that maybe you don't know. You know, we also caravan. I've been in caravan and six cars deep full of goddesses, you know, trucking along on the freeway. And it just, it just makes it fun. Everyone stops together. Um, and then there's so many cool things to do along the way. Um, and then there's typically, there's always water involved if you get away, whether it's a pool or a lake. And so there's always some kind of floating or um, I just, I know that I find water very, very healing and um, therapeutic. And so I love that that's always one of the things that's available to us. What am I forgetting? Um, oh, your cannabis. Duh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There are probably ways of smoking or consuming cannabis that you've never thought of that are going to show up at the getaway or you're going to learn about at the getaway. I'll say that. I learned so much. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And then talk about blowing up um, 
One of my favorite treats is that we have what we call a dab bar. And so that's where you can come and you can get flour, dabs. Um, and if you've never dabbed before, our very talented um, dab bar sisters are very um, knowledgeable and very patient and will guide you very lovingly through all of these experiences. But there's edibles, there's dabs, there's flour, um, all kinds of different ways. And so Bevan actually um, provides an amazing experience when she's at the dab bar because she guides you through a, um, it's, you call it a dream dab, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just, I mean, it's so funny because I, my first dab that I ever took was at my first Glowing Goddess Getaway. Um, Alex Moser gave it to me. Um, and it was like, I just didn't, I didn't even really understand what I was doing. I just knew it was a way to consume cannabis. And then I came back and it's funny because my first getaway experience, I'm grateful for it. Cause they kind of, they, I came in, I taught my class and then they were just like, enjoy the rest of your experience. So I got to really be a goddess. Um, and like, suddenly there's a popsicle in my hand. Suddenly someone's passing me a joint. Suddenly I'm like higher than I can function right like Saturday night for me is usually at that point I'm so high like I can't really do much um but <laughs> then like I came back the next year when they started the season again and I just started getting more work right so then like I got you know I'd have a second workshop and then I'd have a, a shift at the dab bar they put me on and I was like oh okay so I guess I'm gonna learn how this goes uh, and so I really like I had to be taught how to dab tent, but then I was like, oh, well, I also do Reiki and there's water in this, like, let's just do the thing. And so then it just, it all came to me, it came out and I felt, I still feel like kind of a rookie when I do dab tending. I kind of usually have to be, I still don't know how to clean a dab rig. I'll say this, like Lori is such a, a hero. She works at the dab bar with me frequently and like she does, she loves to clean it. And so I'm like, great. I know it has alcohol involved, like very high concentrated alcohol and friction, shaking. I don't know. Anyway, but I can tend to dab. I can make it happen. I can clean the little thingy. Um, but anyway, yes, I, it, it's funny. Like it always just, the Glowing Goddess Getaway levels me up. And every time I do it, even the virtual getaway, this like a couple weekends ago, like I like level, I felt myself leveling up just from the sisterhood, the connection, the things we learn, the the conversations you have with people who are on a healing path are different than you have with your friends who are like really interested in sports and complacency and not moving forward in their lives. Not that sports is like the only thing you'd be interested in, but you know. Yeah, no, it is different. You know, that's, I think, what I found, um, I was pleasantly surprised at how much I took away from the virtual retreat. Yeah. I just, I was super, you know, I parked out space and time, but I wish I would have taken it up another level mm -hmm. just to give myself that extra like TLC, you know, really giving myself a true loving experience because, and I got a little emotional because I realized, oh my gosh, I haven't been doing this for myself. Like I thought that I had been doing it, but not fully, you know, and especially, you know, in our normal lives, even during the virtual getaway, I had to stop myself from folding laundry hmm. because I'm constantly doing multiple things. And the getaway teaches us that it's okay to be mindful and that we don't have to do 10 things at once. And sometimes we probably shouldn't. Yeah. I, I mean, that's honestly one of, <laughs> one of the big lessons I've learned even 
since the or during the getaway, I guess. So I burned my wrist on some molten porridge. I've I've made porridge a million times. But right before our tech check on uh, for that virtual getaway, and then the one week later, I burned my toe. I will never cook with flip flops on ever again. Um, from like a molten banana pancake landing on my foot. And I realized I was like, I need to be still more mindful uh, than I have been and really work on just be present in every moment. If I'm with somebody, I'm really with them. If I'm doing a virtual retreat, I'm really doing the retreat, right? Like not getting involved in all of the compulsion of the day-to-day. -day. Cause it's hard when your retreats are meant to be away from your day-to-day life right and so like really carving out that time it's easy when you go i mean not, it's never easy to go away there's always a lot involved in that but like it's easier to create that boundary when you're not in your home environment so when you're doing virtual retreats it's helpful to be mindful about how you're setting yourself up as much as you can right and if you have like if, if people out there are interested in the virtual retreats those are a thing you can join in our next one's in july um, it's going to be through the Glowing Goddess Getaway Patreon page. And so everyone who identifies as a goddess or a sister is invited to join us. Um, and it's great because we're going to get to have folks in the sessions with us. So we'll actually get to be together um, in a virtual way, which I'm very excited about. I know. Me too. I mean, it was, uh, I thought, I mean, I, I knew that it was going to be great because the, our content is fantastic. Uh, we have such talented um, goddess guides. But the, you know, the timing was so fantastic. I didn't feel bogged down by um, digital overload because sometimes with these longer events, you know, I it just becomes overwhelming. But I love the way that this was structured, and I I loved you know that we had these nice long breaks in between the sessions, um, and so then I could really go away. I could do the thing that I needed to do, and then I could come back and really be mindful. Yeah, because unfortunately, I was still home. You know, it, it's definitely a different experience. I mean, if if I could say one thing, it's that nothing will ever replace the in person, real life glowing goddess getaway. Mm -hmm. To spend you know that amount of time away from um, all of the day to day around other like minded people who are there to be them, their best selves, like there is nothing that is going to push you out of your comfort zone and into the next level of growth like that, nothing. Absolutely. Uh, um, okay, so let's talk about it. So you did an incredibly valuable talk at the virtual getaway about traveling solo and tips for traveling solo, especially with cannabis. And I'm curious if you could give us some of your tips. Uh, I would highly encourage you to go watch the Friday afternoon session at a minimum of our virtual getaway on the Glowing Goddess Getaway Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Glowing Goddess Getaway. And you'll look for the video on June 18th at 2 p.m. Pacific. Okay, Yvonne. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, solo travel tips. Um, you know, I'll start at the very beginning. You know, one of the things that I, um, have become really diligent about is just making sure that somebody knows where you are. And that way, um, if I were to go missing, there is someone who would know where I last was or where I was going to be expected to go. Um, so if I am um, flying and I have a full itinerary, I make sure that I either um, my partner has it 
or my kids have it or someone, you know, someone knows where I'm going to be. Um, when I'm driving, there's a couple of different things that you can do, especially um, with technology these days. So, you know, dropping a pen every now and again to somebody like as you go along your route, or if you're using um, Google Maps, you can share, you know, your, um, your trip with somebody. And it's not a big brother thing. It's not because, um, you know, I don't feel safe on my own. It's just plan B, you know, because um, cars break down um, and it could not even be like a big, it's not because, um, anyway, you understand what I'm trying to say. I mean, listen, maybe it's, you don't get trafficked, but maybe you do. And somebody <laughs> knows, I mean, worst case scenario, right? Like, and you might as well solve for that. But I mean, you know, maybe somebody out there is like, oh, I noticed Yvonne's kind of on the side of I-5 for a long time. Maybe there's something wrong and they try to check in with you. And like, maybe you're in a spot, you know what I mean? Like so many good reasons to have. And if you don't have a partner or kids, you can give it to a sibling or a good friend or whoever. Yes, right? like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, um, the other thing that I um, really try and pay attention to is just everything that I do with my solo travel tips is to give myself confidence that I can handle any situation that I come into. Not necessarily on my own, but that I have already thought it through and I have a plan. So no matter what I encounter, which is hopefully smooth sailing, but if it's not, I know exactly what I'm going to do to get myself through that situation. So that's really, you know, the mindset that I approach it with, you know, so um, road trips are so easy and so fun and so economical. Um, and so just knowing that your car is prepared, whether it's, you know, having a roadside assistance, either through your insurance company or um, sometimes roadside assistance is included automatically on a credit card. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these are all things that you can check before your trip. Um, making sure that, um, you know, as an option, you can always learn how to change your tire and make sure that you have the things to change your tire in your car. Um, a can of fix a flat is always an option. Um, just even having a spare tire, ladies. And I know that that sounds so simple and basic, but there have been times where I thought my spare tire was good and it wasn't. And I neglected to check before a trip and it really sucked. Oh. So definitely, you know, just take all of those things in mind. Um, an easy one to do is keep an eye on your gas tank. There's huge stretches of freeway or sometimes you take a wrong turn, you're on a back. I mean, I, I like to go off the beaten track. So sometimes on a back, I'm on a back road and I might not see a gas station for a very long time. So I don't go below half a tank. One, um, it helps me eliminate the fear that I'm going to run out of gas in a place where I have no cell phone reception. Again, why I like someone to know the route I'm taking. <laughs> and two, um, it allows me to control the cost of the gas that I'm putting in my tank. Yes, 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 this. I do, I mean, I do the same thing. I keep it above a half a tank. But I was just thinking about like, I'm like, and then you hit a gas station in the middle of nowhere and it's like $6 a gallon. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I can't fill up on this. But if you're keeping it above a half a tank, you can get a couple gallons. I did that yesterday, actually, because I live where there's long stretches with no gas tanks, uh, gas stations. And I was like, you know what I'll do? I'm going to get a couple gallons of expensive gas because I'm too low. And, yeah. you know, you just, yeah, keep going, keep going. Yeah, yep. So choices, <laughs> always having choices um, with your lodging. You know, um, one of the things that you want to think about is if you're camping, um, just making sure that somebody knows the campground that you're at. 
um, even if you're being spontaneous and just kind of skipping as you go, um, oftentimes I'll know that I'm about to go into a place or it will feel like I'm about to go through a place where I'm not going to have reception. Mm. So then before I get into that zone, I will drop a message to whoever is my trip contact. Um, and I'll say, hey, I'm heading into the campground. Um, I'm here I am. I'm probably going to be out of reception for 12 hours. Don't worry if you don't hear from me. But if you haven't heard from me in 18 hours, then the search party. Yeah. So just, you know, having some communication, it just makes me feel better. Um, I, on my, one of my last trips, I actually got in a little bit over my head with a hike that I took on. I thought that I was very well equipped to do this hike. And I actually, um, it was really fucking hard. It was really, really hard. Um, and, and so I, um, I was very grateful that I had told my partner, Hey, this is the trailhead that I'm parking at. There's probably not going to be any reception. I'm expecting my timing to take, you know, 40 minutes in 40 minutes to stay at these amazing, beautiful hot springs, 40 minutes out. I got lost on the trail on a trail that was way above my skill level. And so I was on the trail for two and a half hours. So by the time I came out, you know, he was pretty worried. But at least there's somebody to worry about me, you know, because um, I, there was a couple of times where I thought, oh, my God, I'm, I'm, if I fall down that hill, because there was no one on the trail with me, too. There was no other hikers. So I was like, OK, here's my plan. If I fall down that hill, I have joints and I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to smoke my joints until somebody smells me. And then eventually somebody will want to come high with me and then I will be saved. That is brilliant. This is a great reason to travel with some joints uh, or hike with some joints in case you need to send up a literal smoke signal. Yes, yes, exactly. But, you know, things to keep with you, um, an extra cell phone charger, um, an ex um, your, your cord. Um, great thing though is that like my cord put on me on my last trip and Every gas station has cords now. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, so battery backup. I actually want to invest in a solar. So that's something that I recommend for you ladies. Um, I always travel with my own water guns and a refillable water. Um, when we're watching our costs, it's the little things that add up the most, mm -hmm. um, such as expensive gas, um, buying water from the gas station. Um, you know, what I prefer to do is I prefer to um, keep some snackies in the car and spend my budget, not on fast food along the way, but on like a really nice, like self-indulgent three course meal, you know, at my destination. Or, you know, you can balance out, you know, whatever works best for you. Just you know, different things to keep in mind. Always keep a flashlight. Um, and sometimes depending on how far off the beaten track I'm going, I'll actually actually bring my camping bin because my camping bin contains um, rope, a knife. So even if I'm staying at a cabin or I'm camping in my car, I'm not necessarily camping. I still bring my camping gear just because I like to be spontaneous and, you know, hey, there's a, that looks like a great swimming hole over there. Gosh, I wish I had, you know, some rope the time I float to, you know, the bank so that I don't have to work. But I just, I love having all of these extra little things, you know, and I, my favorite little solo travel tip is that I bring a little piece of the glowing goddess with me everywhere I go. 
I have um, a couple of, like I have uh, solar lights that I like to put um, outside of, depending on, you know, obviously you can't do it at a hotel, but if you're in a camping cabin or a tent, I have little twinkle lights that I love to travel with. Um, I took a tip from Celine and I travel now with incense because I like to light some incense in the morning to kind of, you know, just kind of ground myself, especially if I'm out in nature. Um, let's see, what else do I do? I have um, anything that just makes me feel happy and whimsical, you know, and a little bit extra girly or sparkly. I like to, to bring along for the ride as well. Oh, that's great. These are like also good. I mean, I think the glamping starts on the road trip. Um, and one other plug for, um, and, and I will also say as someone who is very glamping identified for a couple decades now, the Glowing Goddess Getaway is absolutely glamping. Like you just show up with your bedroll and it can be as fancy as you want it to be. And I bring a, a heavy duty, double tall air mattress situation because I like to be comfy. Um, I've also brought a rolled up foam to put on top of it because you can fit a lot in a car. Um, but as, in terms of like bringing your own beverages on road trips, when you drive through the desert, frequently the water is gross. And so even if you buy iced tea from like, uh, I mean, it's also just cost effective, right? To just bring your own iced tea brewed from home in a cooler with like ice that's not from gross water and like your own water, like you're saving money and it also doesn't taste not great. And frequently I've noticed this on driving around the country, you can get ice for free. Like they'll, if you bring your own cup, they'll let you have ice um, when you stop to go to the bathroom at a gas station. So it really works out well for me to have like, what I need. Like I keep my stevia because I don't like, you know, the pink stuff and that's all that a lot of places have. Right. So how have you found in your solo road tripping during the pandemic and like kind of in this gray area of the pandemic, like how have you found that your feelings around safety and the protocols of like bathrooms on the side of the road? Oh, that's a really great question. Um, during the height of the pandemic, um, there were actually no bathrooms available. And so that was, um, that was a thing um, because your chances of finding a bathroom were going to be best at road stops mm -hmm. or, um, you know, the actual rest areas that are provided, you know, by some sort of government entity. Mm -hmm. And so I actually, I felt fairly comfortable with most rest stops because they are government managed. Um, they have, you know, there's a, a, a certain level that they're expected to do their job at. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of became a go-to for me. Um, it's not for everybody, but I actually bought like the little Chiwis off of Amazon. It's a little assistive tool that helps stream the pee so that perhaps you stand less of a chance of getting yourself wet if you are faced with peeing on the side of the road, mm -hmm. which I'm not opposed to, <laughs> you know, at all. Um, but now it's it's gotten a little bit better um, in my normal. Um, so now that things are open, um, my normal go to's for bathrooms are Starbucks. Um, Starbucks has fantastically clean bathrooms. Mm -hmm. Typically, Target's have really clean bathrooms. And actually, I'm glad that you asked because I actually have a map that's available to anyone attending the Glowing Goddess Getaway or, you know, people who decide to um, work with me through my, my travel um, agency. Um, but my map takes you from Southern California all the way to um, Oregon, to the Southern tip of Oregon. And it is marked with all the Starbucks that are conveniently located off the freeway, all the Chipotle's, um, 
in and out uh, Target, you know, some of those brands that we're comfortable and familiar with, as well as a couple of custom stops that, you know, we've added on over time. Because um, through the adventures, you know, we've stumbled across um, mom and pop places that were really fantastic. Um, and ideally, I'd love to build out this map so that we are super focused on supporting um, community. Yes, absolutely. I mean, of course, like, we want to support small businesses, but it's hard to like make those choices on the road when like you're not sure about it. So it'd be what a great resource already. And I mean, the Glowing Goddess Getaway is very California centric because that's where it started. And that's where cannabis was recreationally legal um, or medicinally, I guess, when it really started. But anyway, whatever. We've got California and it's in, in this COVID year, our three in-person getaways are in California, but 2022, we're going all over Northern North America, right? So um, the chance those, I can't wait for your maps to come out and I can't wait for small businesses who live like on a high or who are on a highway getting in touch with you to get on those, like especially women owned and minority owned businesses, like as a sisterhood, we'd love to support that. Um, oh, what a great resource. So people can get that from you um, through Glowing Goddess Getaway or working with you in your um, travel experience, but like, I, I mean, that's something as a solo road tripper, actually, it's really dangerous for me to like be looking stuff up while I'm driving um, to be like, oh, where's the next Starbucks? But if I had a little printout, I'd be like, oh, it's exit whatever, and then just keep it moving. So it's almost like a safety thing too. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, and, and that was part of why I did it is because, you know, it's really hard, especially, you know, you cannot do the Google search while you're driving, yeah. you know? And sometimes, you know, all of a sudden you need that, bathroom you need that coffee you need that thing um because you're, there's no one to take over for you you yeah. know you just got to find a safe place to stop um you know the last travel tip that i'll share is uh, overnight stays um there's dispersed camping um that's available throughout um a lot of areas and so if you um are planning a trip and you want to avoid the cost of having to pay for some place to like camp in your car or set up a tent, look, um, do a Google search for dispersed camping. Um, and there are some beautiful spots that are still maintained and even have restrooms. So um, that's a really great thing to look at. Um, the other thing is uh, Walmart parking lots allow you to park there at no charge and you are allowed to stay there and sleep overnight. And then um, number three, of course, are rest areas. Um, I believe that here in California, you're allowed to stay in a rest area up to eight hours. Um, but I would have to double check that. But, and again, um, you know, everyone has different safety concerns and each area is different. So of course, always go with that inner gut, but those are also options for, um, you know, free, free car camping. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, Yvonne, those are amazing tips. Thank you for helping folks explore the world a little safer. Um, my last question for you is if you could give advice or first of all, how old are you now? I'm 42. 42. Same. Uh, I didn't realize so cool. you're the exact same age. That's so exciting. Um, and what's your, uh, sun, moon and rising sign? Oh, see now that I don't know. Oh, well, okay. When, when's your birthday? March 12th. March 12th. So you're a Pisces. I am. Um, you're the best kind of Pisces too. Like you're sweet and connective and community making and service oriented and all of that. I love that. Um, and we'll figure out your moon and rising at some point uh, at a getaway. But um, 
<laughs> the other question I have for you is what advice would you give your 19 year old self? I would tell myself to follow my heart, follow your heart, follow your heart and let go of society's BS rules. Mm. It is not about what other people think about you. It's how you feel about yourself at the end of the day. Mm. You know, because I spent and I'm still working through, you know, letting go of what people think of me. And um, I think that if there's one thing that I hope to hope and pray that I'm instilling in my children is that they are so amazingly beautiful and wonderful just as they are. Mm. You know, all, all the good, all the bad. Um, I just want, I wish that I had been able to be more authentic at 19. Uh, full same, full same, absolutely. It's such a, I was just reminiscing with someone the other day about all these decisions I made in high, in high school that were aesthetic, like my senior photos and things like that, that were not aligned with who I really am. And like, it was definitely about what other people wanted and, and not even things that people told me, just things I, I, I thought I should do to impress other people such a boring and really stressful way to live and it's the easiest thing to be is your real self the hardest thing to be is what everybody else wants of you but we're raised to to do that what everybody else wants of us instead of just figuring out who we really are and forging our own path um exactly exactly well said you're really doing it you're really forging your own path and making your own way and doing um helping people connect to cannabis experiences so if you're out there if you think you want to be part of the Glowing Goddess Getaway, come. If you're having travel concerns, definitely hit Yvonne up. It's part of the deal. Like, uh, it's, it's part of what she offers. And then also, if you, like, have a dream cannabis getaway and uh, time is precious to you, this is why you pay people to help you because they can do it much faster than you can and have access to way more resources than you do. So, um, so Yvonne underscore LCA Travel on Instagram. Um, any other ways to connect with you? Do you have a website? Yes, absolutely. Um, I would love, um, you know, if you have questions about the association, um, it is cannabistravelassociation.org. So simple. And you can connect with us there for resources. And then, of course, um, it is uh, what is glowing, God, glowing Goddess Getaway um, on Instagram. Um, and then you can also connect through um Glowing Goddess Getaway to get to me. Um, and it is my distinct pleasure to greet goddesses from who, you know, have um, to travel to get to the getaway. Um, so if you have questions about what it's like, what to pack, what to expect, how to get there, I'm your girl. Yes. Oh, I love you so much, Yvonne. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me, Bevan. It's been such an honor. And I just... I appreciate what you do and the love that you spread in this world. You're such a light. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yay.